Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to episode 66 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of HO Scale Customs. This week, we have a return guest on our show. So you're here for round two. We didn't scare you off enough with round one, I guess, Ron. So we got Ron Kleiss from MindMount Models. Um, and we're going to talk to you a little bit about your new kit. And then we're going to roll into our old school show format. So welcome, Ron. Hey, thanks guys. Thanks for having me in. Good to yeah, be always here. glad to have you. You've yeah. been uh you've been quite the busy model here modeler here lately. Uh you've been doing those kick ass shingles and uh um I know you've been working on something here, so let's get let's get to talking a little bit about this. Um Yep. I'm excited. Got the new kit, got the new kit coming out. Uh mymountmodels.com. Uh the kit's gonna is called Paulzer Plumbing Supply. Um details you can find on the website soon. Uh, and I've uh, been working hard at this kit. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm digging the way this is coming out. I've been putting up some uh, sneak peeks and stuff on my Instagram. And I, and you've been teasing us. I love the sneak peeks. Doing. So everyone, everyone's been doing these sneak peeks now, and I, I love them. It's a uh, Ron, it's Ron fun. Is a huge tease on Facebook. Well, man. well, he he the one thing, Brett. He, I, did you see that one? He put a um, I don't know what that what was that figurine he had in front, and then behind it, in a uh, haze, it was blurred out. Is he said it's my the kit the new kit is behind it. You, you can just see this haze. Behind you could just see color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep, I, I I did that on purpose. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, was, I, that was one of the little signs uh, for the new kit. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And so it says Paulser on it. Okay. And it's a, a faucet. So oh yeah, I held, yeah. I, I held it up. I was trying to take a picture uh, with my my cell phone real quick. And when I snapped the picture, I noticed the first one I took, it was kind of hazy in the back of the kit because I just happened to hold it right up in front of me. And I was like, hey, that's a good idea. Hold on. Let me like kind of frame this in a bit. And <laughs> well, I'm, I'm the slow one. But I just now realized that it was a well, – I remember it was a faucet. But now, I, now I'm putting two and two together, yeah. and it's Paulser Plumbing Supply. and So that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. Welcome. Welcome, I'm, Dad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love the sign, too. The sign is, is really cool. It's uh, it's uh, I'm, gu- I'm guessing everyone's going to get that in the kit. And yep. it's a laser cut. It's laser cut. It's um, it's kind of a layered um, plywood sign. Okay. So it's like a little, little bit of three-dimension. It'll be sticking out from the wall. Nice. There's a lot with the kit. There's a lot of kind of optional things you could do. You can uh, you can put that sign on if you want it to be a plumbing supply. Um, you can obviously change the name up to whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way this the the foundation is situated, uh, it's it's an L-shaped building. You'll see um, once it's posted up on the website. But as I was doing the research and, and development and everything of the of the foundation pieces and everything, the way they fit together, like it's like a tab and notch type thing. Mm-hmm. I, I like mm-hmm. dropped a piece or something like that and it landed upside down. I'm like, wait a second. I'm looking at this thing. Like, oh, wow, that, that would actually work out in another, <laughs> a new configuration. You can, and you can like flip the foundation piece upside down and inst- oh, yeah. instead of an L shape, people could do it into a Z shape if they wanted to, like kind of elongate the whole thing. It'd be like a stretched out Z instead of an L. Hmm. And 
that's an optional thing. Um, I'm not going to have directions for the the Z shape there. I do mention it in the directions, but uh, I with the the directions, it's going to be uh, all based off the L shape. It's based off a the a building in my hometown. Actually, I've always driven by it for years, and now that the kit company uh, is going. I was like, oh, that, that would make a pretty neat building, just the way it's, you know, it's, it's prototype looking. And mm-hmm. it, 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 right now, it's actually a real estate building. But uh, <laughs> it used to be a warehouse, and it used, looks like it used to be an actual um, home before they started adding additions onto it and everything, um, you know, back in 1800s or whatever. Uh, and it always caught my eye. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So um, I started when I started the company. You know, there were some buildings that I just threw into the into the CAD program, and that was one of them. I was like, oh, let me draw this up real quick. And that was so. After I got the first two initial buildings, skips, bait, and tackle, and the the uh, motor car shed, I put those out. I started working on the uh, this new kit, the Pulsers uh, Plumbing Supply, and um, I thought it was uh, you know it was a good candidate where I wanted to get a bigger structure out there, and a little, it's more, it's like an intermediate skill level type of structure right it's not it's not a beginner level uh, and if you're brave go for it man i have no problem <laughs> for a beginner but i would i'd probably suggest getting you know skiffs or the cno um shed mm-hmm. motor car shed as a as a beginner if you're doing an introduction to you know craftsman kit structures wood structures laser kit type of things yeah they're good i mean brett you built the the skips I, one that was pretty straightforward it is yeah it's a it's a pretty now it, it's a pretty straightforward kit, but what's cool about it is you get a lot of um, a lot of different things to try in it. So obviously it's a wood kit, but you get the nice you get your laser cut shingles in it, and yep. um, you know there's a few there's a few things in it that are uh, a little you can add to it too if you're better if you're a more skilled modeler and you and you've done a few of them, um, you can definitely go to town with it and make it look crazy. Uh, but if you're a beginner modeler, it's it's great for that too because it's a nice, you know, the the rectangle shape or a square shape. It's not crazy, but you do have that dormer too. So, the, yep, that's the, that's optional, and you can put it on right. either side you want. And that add, that adds a little bit, especially for a beginner modeler. Skips is actually cool because that is a unique part of a roof that you don't get on a lot of kits. You don't get a lot of dormers. So, um, yeah, it's it, start off. With it's a, like it's that. a nice little challenge for a beginner, and it still ends right. up looking great. Yeah, the new the new kit does have a couple uh, of dormers on it. So okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that. Uh, well, hey, I'll, I'll just tell everybody here. I I just now got the privilege of being able to see this this evening. Before yeah, this we is started okay. Show. Okay, hang on. We need yeah. to tell them the backstory. There's a little <laughs> bit of a story on this. So everyone that's on this podcast right now knows what it looks like except me because my video and of Skype wouldn't load. And my dad's sitting here and Ron's showing my dad, the, the new, uh, Pulsar plumbing supply kit. And I'm here listening to my dad go, Oh my gosh. Oh, look at that. Look at this building. And, uh, I just have to use my imagination. So uh, <laughs> it's all it's all part of the tease. I it's just drawing it out for me even longer. But you know what? Uh, I'm excited to see it, and I I I I just know that uh, you've knocked it out of the park with this kit, even though I haven't been able to see it. And uh, you guys are both teasing me. Yep, that was all definitely part of the tease, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it is it is really cool. Now we were we you know we just from what I saw, you have four sections of the building um it's in an l shape you have a center 
center part. Um, can you explain the formation of how that works for us? Yeah, you can you can kind of see the evolution of the building from the the center building. Um, mm -hmm. There's an it's like I said, it's an L shape, but in the middle is a uh, the original home, I guess you would say, on a 45 degree angle to the rest of the building. And then you could see how the L's came off of each side of that uh, because it's a corner unit. Uh, it's like a, um, a corner building. Mm -hmm. And um, then they added on another warehouse part to the far end. And that's what that newer, bigger structure looks like. Um, and I kind of updated that a little bit and people can make that look more modern, have a, you know, a cleaner look uh, while the, the clapboard original structure part of it can have that more, a little bit more rundown if you want to. Um, the you were talking about the foundations uh, all the time mm -hmm. so i definitely yeah. had to get the foundations going because uh, i always hear you guys saying the building's got to have foundation can't just plop it on mud and uh <laughs> we love foundations yep so this building has uh micro plywood foundation where i actually engraved a random stone pattern into the base of the, oh, of wow. the foundation and uh so then I do the engraving of the stone and then cut the pieces out of that and you can paint it up and, and make it look like the, the random stone I have. Uh, the, the model looks fantastic. Now, on the one side, when you were moving it around for me and showing me, you had the one side at, on the on the rear side. What? That's not clapboard, is it? That's, on, is that, that's board and batten. On the larger warehouse side, the gray yeah, building, right. that, that's a board and batten. Okay. That foundation is actually uh, engraved like concrete. Okay. And I put some cracks in there and I'll show you how to paint that um, like concrete. Oh, wow. Weather, cool. weather that up too. So you get two different types of foundation because the building was built in two different times, time periods, basically. So, so you're getting clapboard, board and batten. You're getting stone foundation, concrete foundation. I mean, you're, you're talking about an array of different types of building material. Mm -hmm. um all one kit which is really really cool and then the the shingles that we were talking about earlier uh i came up with a a new new for me um mm -hmm. pattern for my shingles because uh like brett built the um skip spade and tackle that had a straightforward like three tab slate shingle type thing it was real clean look so on this building i'm like you know this would have a more jagged looking shake shingle on this thing so I did some modifications and, and tweaked it and uh, came up with a shake shingle pattern for that. And, Those are the uh, ones you put up on, on your on your on, Facebook as well, right? Yeah, Facebook and Instagram, yeah. Right. And, and it looks like it looks like um, like the hand, the old style hand cut um, shake shingles. Which yeah, it's like really, a really it's cool. like a, a cedar shingle type thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I show an easy technique of how I do that. Mm -hmm. of how you painted um, them that'll be another my mount minute type of thing yep i and love they're all la they're laser cut in strips is that has that how that's done or well it's in a big sheet it's in a big okay. sheet, it's, sheet. It, gotcha. and then you cut it out and it's in strips uh, you know eight inches mm -hmm. ten inches long whatever the okay sheet is. i love the streaking line effect you've um you've put on the shingles that that looks awesome it's all done with craft paint actually yeah similar you know how how you guys love the craft paint. I think Joseph um, Jensen loves craft paint and stuff. So, so I think I did, a, and I'm not trying to take away from your technique of this at all, at all. But I think I did a quick video on how I did those shingles, um, the paper cut, the paper laser cut shingles. Uh, and, and it might be different from how you did it, but it's a lot of dry brushing. Am I correct? 
with what you did with yours? Um, yeah, the way I do it. Yeah, actually, I I hold the brush, and instead of painting like the the, it's like about a half inch wide brush or three eighths wide brush, and instead of holding it the width mm-hmm. across the shingles, and that's how you get those streaks, so it looks like wood. Yeah. And it's like oh, real, cool. it's a real simple technique, and you just gotta have a little patience and and you know get your chopsticks out, kind of. Well, it, <laughs> it looks awesome. So um, now, now what what kind of footprint are we talking about here overall? I think it's eight. Let's see, eight by eleven. I think it is. Yeah. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, it's about eight by eleven. Eight by eleven, and that that's that's pretty good size. I mean, it's. But it's not overwhelming, and it's eight by it's eight by eleven total. If you made it, it's an L shape. So you have a, but then in the center part, I'm trying to remember what I what you were showing me earlier. Okay, so yeah, so it on is the, almost like a on the inside. Thing. Yeah, on the inside of the L. Yeah, that, I consider that the the rear of the building actually, and that will be where the yard is. Right on the diorama that I build. And gotcha. that'll uh, that'll be where like the pipe fittings are kept or the, the lengths of okay. pipe and stuff like that. That's gotcha. where the, the trucks would back up to the loading docks and get loaded up. The other side, the outside of the L, um, maybe you could relate to it if I called it a hockey stick. Maybe you might understand. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> on the outside, yeah. On the outside of the L is where the two loading dock doors are and where the track would back up and the box cars would unload and stuff. And that's more the front. And there'll be a, a small brick. Um, porch on the front of that yep that's another little, little foundation thing that i'm gonna that's gonna be in the the, the kit also so now we tossed in brick and we tossed in um random uh, stone shake, concrete shake single roof and uh, wow and dormers you said dormers on this well those so, those those peaked roofs yeah uh, that i i teased on the instagram yeah that's that's they're not official dormers or they're kind of partial dormers dormers i guess you'd say yeah yeah, and then I'll, oh, I, cool. And uh, also, there's like uh, variations on some of the walls where you can kind of flip the walls around mm-hmm. and have the windows at the bottom of the wall instead of on the top of the wall. And like I said earlier, you can make it into a Z, uh, an elongated Z shape instead of an L shape. Right. Uh, I have right. a little dormer, like a little bump out dormer, um, right? Or um, like a lean-to shed, and that can almost fit anywhere. I made the height so that it would cover up any one of the the bottom windows on the first floor i made it the height so you can put it on somewhere on that wall anywhere on the first floor and you can situate it to you know make it look a little different than anybody else's so you change it up a little bit you get a little variation yep you know so it's you know you you know unless you're frank varga and you want to turn it into something something monstrous and uh you add walls and but um well now you've really taken a, a, a larger leap which is which is really good now you have yeah, that's where I wanted, um, to, I wanted to go. I went I, in the beginning. I wanted to get a couple quick, small structures out, uh, kind of like a beginner type of structure, not mm-hmm. only for the builder but also for me. Because again, this is this was new to me too. Yeah, I was learning. I was learning the CAD. And I was learning how the laser worked and all that stuff. So I was like, let's keep it small. I'm not going to do a Frank Varga kit, you know, my first <laughs> first time out of the gate, you know. Right, right. And and so now I I got used to that. I'm understanding how everything flows so i was like i knew i knew in the past i was like all right my next kit's going to be a, a bigger kit and then after this one's out and and running um i have a couple more medium-sized kits in in the okay. in the works too so 
I was going to ask you about that in a little bit here, but the um, now this this particular kit, um, it's you have castings. If I remember right, you had you you have uh, the best uh, best trains. You yep. went best you, from from Brian and, Brian and Jill. They're oh, they're great, they're great people. Yep. 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 So I was talking with them at Springfield. I was talking with Jill mm-hmm. and I told her, you know, I'm looking at the place in an order and stuff. So she had no problem with that. She, you know, did a great job. They came out <laughs> quick. She, when I was talking to her at Springfield, she's mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe give us, you know, four to six weeks or something like that. I'm like, yeah. okay, no problem. I'm still working on the kit, you know? So I got, I got what I wanted to, uh, my order together and I sent it to him. I had it maybe in like a week week and a half not even and, i, I yeah, just and love cool. having good variation i'm excited about including uh castings and stuff um but as of right now i can't do that if i can't there is like yeah there is an <laughs> immense amount of, of castings from them i actually just got a couple from them the other week um, right after we got off the show with them, I got a uh, the hanging. I don't know if you've seen on their site. They have the hanging pants. Oh yeah. I got I got the hanging pants and hanging overalls. Uh, and I'm gonna <laughs> I, I made a little shack. It was just a little. I made a shack the other like a week ago. I didn't even post pictures of it. It's small, but I made it out of some scrap material. And uh, I thought it would be cool to put like a scratch built. Everything's scratch built with this one, but put a scratch built clothesline out front and hang some pants and and overalls on the front of the the clothesline out front. But uh, so so I saw them. I'm like, man, that would be cool to have like a some laundry hanging out. You don't see a lot of laundry hanging out on some layouts. So, so that's yeah. that's probably the one thing that you didn't weather on the whole layout, right? Is the clean laundry? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, oh, and the shack. I didn't weather the shack yet, but I might. I might just leave some of them. I'm, I'm learning to hold off on some weathering now, Ron. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I have a lot of overweathered stuff or, or very weathered stuff, and now I'm I'm backing off a little bit. So, uh, you got to have variation in the town. You Not do. Yeah, hundred years old, right? You do. Right. Well, and even on even on a single structure, I mean, it's it's important that you, especially have a lot of items like like you're saying with the best castings there. If you're adding a lot of castings. Or adding extra castings to your to your structure, that you know, some are some are weathered a little harder, some are painted brighter, some are not. And they say never use bright, they never use bright colors, and I and I don't agree with that. I think that sometimes certain objects need to have a bright color, and you know, you know, you can dull it down a little bit, but um, you know, it's good to have a variation of of old and used, new. Newer and old things on your on your uh, structures or on your li- diorama, but anyway, we're getting away from what we were talking about here with the kit. Um, One thing on the kit is uh, I'm starting to get into designing some of. I haven't designed any windows yet. I know you guys love windows, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but I, I started designing some like cross buck warehouse doors and stuff, and another one on the on the larger warehouse, the mm-hmm. board and batten warehouse. I made it so that it. I'm going to include a laser cut roll-up door. Oh, I saw or, that. Oh, that so it can cool. be new, or you can put a Titchy door in there. It's a little bit older crossbuck mm-hmm. type. So on the diorama, uh, display diorama that I'm building for the shows and stuff, uh, right. I have one side with the Titchy door on it and the other side with the roll-up door. So it shows you the options that you can do. Okay. Uh, so cool. That's so cool. And uh, so eventually when you're, you're doing all this laser cutting, have you tried any laser cut windows or doors at this point or 
No, yeah, just, just just some of the doors. Yeah, I did a couple. Oh, of, just okay. Yeah, just laser door. roll up doors. I did some cross buck warehouse. Oh, okay. Wooden doors for the older clap. Uh, I thought that that's what. I thought that was laser cut. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a couple little like um, access hatches and stuff like that. I did laser, but all the windows as of right now are titchy windows that I use. Right, right. I I love laser cut doors and laser cut garage doors. I don't know something about them. They're they they they're real nice to paint and weather. Uh, they can they and, and you know what's nice about them is yeah. they don't look like every titchy garage or overhead door that you put on yeah. a building because you know everyone's and, and I'm not knocking her no no no, no, no. I have a whole pile of them there no one no one's knocking them but I'm just yeah, saying yeah. when all the manufacturers like when Ron's putting out new overhead door or new like uh what would you call them what, what would that category be like overhead doors garage doors yeah like roll up doors, warehousing yeah. doors when everyone's making their own versions of them, they all look a little different. So uh there's nothing wrong with Titchy, but when you start to use Titchy for everything it, it they start to look like there's titchy on everything so yeah. so actually um the titchy windows that i did use on this kit uh the prototype building that i got the inspiration from mm-hmm. they they damn near match exactly oh wow <laughs> so i was sitting there looking at the titchy window sample pack that i have and, and <laughs> their catalog i'm like why do i have to laser cut these windows out these are spot on it's all i need yeah yeah, so that's why I'm doing the chichi windows that way. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. We can't beat that. It is, yep. it is really, really, really cool looking. Uh-huh. It's, it, I was telling <laughs> telling Ron and Brett before the show that in, in Gettysburg, which we I always frequented a lot, and I know a lot about the town and the history of it, um, there is a house there called the Dobbin House. And if you doubled that and put it in an L shape, I think you would you would have something similar, other than the fact that part of the Dobbin house is stone. So I'm not really counting that, but no, but, no, um, no, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like the shape of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it just had that look or, or, uh, in Annapolis, there is the, I, I did the, um, uh, shoot, um, cl- cl- the, the, oh man. Oh no. Yeah. I made, I, it was a scratch built historic building that the I ship, did. The shiplap? Shiplap, shiplap house. house. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Damn. Uh, I'm here. I'm here to save you guys. Ron wins. Yeah, Ron yeah, wins. And I did a I did a scratch build of the shiplap, and it, it it it's got similar qualities except for the you know, all one brick side. But um, I I, I love the the way it looked. It, it has has that look, and it it's it's in a really neat configuration. Uh, I love it. It's, yeah, it's that, that was nice a good fun. build. That was a nice build, man. The uh, problem I, with that build, Ron, and my dad and I have talked about it down here, is we're having a hard time finding a place to put it fit it um it, it's it's just an odd if you saw where where it fits within our layout it's just an odd building cool. so we're we're we're, we're gonna have to we might have to build a couple that look like that one yeah. to kind of blend it into the scene and, blend it into that adding, town and with adding cobblestone streets down along the harbor front i think we'll be able to yeah it yeah it'll i mean you know, don't get me wrong modern street it looks goofy don't get me wrong. We're not. It's not an outcast. It's, it's going to get put on the layout, but or, or it already is on the layout. But it was a hard yeah. time kind of making that fit, it, just because it it's such a different the style. Yeah. yeah. But um. Anyway, well, it's a it's a historic building. You could just say it was yeah. preserved. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. 
So you know, put, now, a, put, a, put a little plaque on the front saying, you know, built in 1735 or something. We could like actually, you know, what we, you know, what would be cool that is if you, we did that and uh, we could print a little plaque and then have it say that it's like the founding building of the town since it looks so old. Yeah. We could so, call it like our. Yeah, yeah, have, have, the, have the town built up around it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I like that. There you go. Um, what, this yeah, is why we have Ron on, right? That's right. Ron's <laughs> giving us good, good suggestions. Um, now, on your on your um, uh, Paul's or plumber plumbing supply here, the the directions um, you you wrote all that out yourself, and yep, I'm I'm okay. still still tweaking those. I got I got a few more steps to uh, go. They are um, all you know, written myself, all color photos throughout the whole thing. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't uh, build the last, the, the one that the skips, uh, Brett built. Uh, he was mentioning how he loved uh, the color direction, the color I gotta, photographs and directions. Yeah, I got to send you pictures of that, by the way. But um, the 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 directions you did were, were stellar. I, I, I yeah. We talk. We've ra- we, we we either rave or we critique instructions, and I I loved your instructions. Yeah, it's funny because I'm kind of learning it and changing them. So the the look and the layout of the skips now, mm-hmm. it's a little different than what you got. Okay, because I'm, I'm I'm improving all the time hey. my, my instruction writing too. That's good. Yeah. So yep, adding a little more graphics and kind of Ye- separating and spreading it out a little bit. You're- Still, it's a short and sweet, you know, four page instruction. So yeah, but you're not just shelving them and then calling it done. So no. that's good. And, and and that's so cool that you're. It's got to be exciting for you to be pumping it out. You're, you know, you're you're one of the newest kit manufacturers. We actually now. have and, a question about that, so that's a perfect yeah. transition here. Once you're once you're once you finish that. All right. Well, then oh, we'll I'll, just jump into it. No. <laughs> so, um, Dan Pugach, who's uh, this is a patron question. Um, he's saying you're you're a new kid on the block as far as craftsman structure kits and offering kits so he wanted to know kind of what your first steps were to get your foot in the door like what was your and we might have talked about this on the on the first time we had you on but what kind of what was your like kickoff that you wanted to i want to do this i want to make some kits um i've always had done uh things with model railroading i've always helped customer uh help people build things mm-hmm. and then briefly for a few years i actually built some custom layouts for some clients uh ranging from n scale all the way up to g scale and uh that was kind of fun but it, it it was too much of they wanted uh the 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 layouts built right in their house. So I was over their houses a lot and mm-hmm. it just wasn't working. It just was, wasn't working out at the time. Um, so I always enjoyed that. I was like sharing, sharing the hobby and, and providing you know services also. Right. So uh, about a year ago, the job I was at, they were closing up the plant and everything. So I'm like, all right, I'm uh, going to look for a little extra money. I got a job right away, but I was like, you know what? I can't rely on anything anymore. You know, right. job-wise. So uh, and they're going, how can I make some extra money? And my wife's like, well, you're always good at the kits. Why don't you consider making yeah. some kit, some kits and stuff? <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's actually pretty good. So yeah. uh, I looked around, looked into getting a laser, looked into, um, I guess it was two Springfields ago. So about a year, just over a year ago, I started talking to some of the manufacturers in Springfield and, and 
you know, reaching, spreading out the feelers and stuff, especially like Jeff Grove, mm-hmm. Carolina Craftsman. Great right. guy. Really cool guy. Oh, yeah. Jeff's, um, Jeff's awesome. Yeah, talking with him and talking with some of the other guys and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this. Why not? I mean, I love doing this stuff. I, the structure is like you guys. That's like number one. I mean, mm-hmm. train trains, I love building the track i hand laid all my track on my my current layout and stuff and you know i, I enjoy the trains and I, but structures are number one for me structures and scenery mm-hmm. right so uh i'm like let, let, let's go for this you know i'm i was always good at scratch building and uh designing unique structures for my layout even when i was a teenager so i was like yeah this is pretty interesting let me try it out so it was really just a mother of uh, what necessities, mother invention type of thing. Okay. So, so it was just uh, you, you, you identified uh, that this is something that you know you had a passion for, and uh, you kind of saw it as an opportunity to uh, just kind of help out the community and make some more kits and create a little bit of a side business for you. Um, yeah. Through yeah, a little little side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and you never know. You never know where any of this can go. So it's all, it's all, um, it's, it's all, and it's and exciting. it's fun. It's probably. Yeah. I hope we 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 both hope that it's fun for you too. So you know, the, I'm loving it. I'm loving it so far. That's yeah, good. I mean, you get to you get to design it and then put it out and then do the laser cutting. Obviously, you had to do your homework, so you learn how to you know learn the laser cutting you know business yep. before you can go getting into it and. And uh, I'm sure that's a lot, some trial and error and everything else. But, but um, yeah, even that, it's got to be exciting to step into something like that. And good for you that you did it. Um, it's something that I will never want to do. And um, we thought about it. So that that's yeah. kind of how. So this is a side story that it's kind of fun. Um, I don't know if we've ever told this on the show. So this is no, actually kind of this is kind of breaking news did. here. Uh, well, not breaking news, but this is a new story we've never shared. Um, so kind of how the podcast became what it is and our website and YouTube videos and Facebook, everything that we have is, um, initially my dad and I were starting to work with a lot of kits. Um, probably the story of everyone that makes kits now is we were building a lot of kits and doing a lot of builds and we figured, okay, well, we kind of got the hang of these. We know how they're done. Let's see if we can make some kits for people. Right. Well, we didn't have a leak. <laughs> this is where it went. This is where it derailed. Like, and that's not a train pun. This is like derailed fast. So we didn't have, obviously we didn't have a laser. So we thought, well, we'll just hand cut all these, parts, all these parts for people. Oh my goodness. And, and I, I got a punch for the corners on the window. Uh, well, Michael Mark and actually tools and stuff, but come to think of that, I could use that coming up. Cause I have some scratch build. I have a scratch build that I want to do dead. I need that punch. Yeah. But anyways, okay. So we went and bought tools to hand cut everything. Because for whatever reason, we thought this was a good idea. And we got a, uh, we got a belt sander. We bought a whole mess of the belt sander. Holes. Actually, I use the belt sander. Like tabletop stuff. I do yeah. use the belt sander quite a bit because yeah. it's an easy way to <laughs> to sand off like um, some scenery or diorama parts right. or working on. But anyways, back to the story. We got a bunch of different things we needed to like handcraft these kits. I don't know why we thought this was a good idea. It was going to be the next George Sellius. It, we I don't know start what with the lighthouse. We were starting with the lighthouse. Yeah, right? I don't know what and we I, thought. I had done a I 
scratch built a lighthouse and we made like uh, a li- not the lighthouse itself but the lighthouse keepers building and uh, we, we bought go ahead we made like i don't know eight or ten kits worth we, of we parts bought all this lumber oh all this skill lumber well lumber. the lumber i bought because i wanted the scratch build but right and i still have thankfully i still have a giant pile of it but anyways <laughs> so we spent a weekend down here one whole weekend saturday sunday like cranking out all the parts for it and i was looking at my dad going i don't i'm not comfortable sending this out to people like this is I'm not, I don't want to deal with this. It was shoddy, man. This is not good. And (laughs) I'm not, I'm not going to do this. So then we started to think like, okay, how can we kind of help people or do what we want to do in the hobby, but without making kits, we don't want to make kits. So that was that weekend we spent down here like a 48 hour gangbusters weekend trying to crank out this thing. It didn't work. It was awful. Well, what, what it was it was bad. Was, and we were sanding the edges. Oh yeah. Some of the on the belt sander. Oh, we were trying uh, to hand make everything, and it was bad. Oh my gosh! No, and, I can't. And they weren't coming out even. And I was get I was making mistakes, and now I'm seeing my lumber <laughs> go out. <laughs> the lumber we're, that we can't use. The scale lumber that we're just paid yeah. a whole. You know, it's not cheap, so we're we're burning through lumber like crazy. And I'm like, this isn't sustainable. We can't do this business. <laughs> so, so so then we switched over to because we we didn't at that time we weren't we we weren't thinking of doing other kits then. So then we thought, okay, well let's, let's start up a podcast and let's try to kind of center everybody into uh, bringing all these other, these other people into one central location with our podcast. So that's kind of the direction we took after that terrible weekend. You slept on my couch. You you slept on my couch that weekend and we were cranking. I woke up. Your dog was licking my face. (laughs) It was bad weekend. Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that was the weekend we decided that we weren't going to be kit manufacturers and we were going to be more of a, uh, of a information hub, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's great. Hey, that worked <laughs> out fine, man. You, this show is done wonders. And guess I, what? I, now I got a stack of scale lumber down here to do scratch building for like the next five years. It's great. I got a big story <laughs> <in> myself. <laughs> I got a stack of scale lumber too, but I, hopefully it goes quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. for your, for your case, I hope it goes quick, but. And, and, I, and since then I've come to appreciate kit builders and the laser cut stuff. And I've and come to appreciate. I just love building. Now I just, now I love building that much more. Knowing that somebody else is taking the time to design it and put it together, and I, I get to build it. You know, so that's great. I'll end this little section here on on one thing I've come to appreciate <laughs> with what you and all the other well known kit builders do in the hobby, and that is not just manufacturing the kit, but putting something out there that you've built and you've assembled, or not assembled, but you've assembled a kit for people to put together and put everything out there for, I don't know, however many you sell, um, to be critiqued and have everyone kind of reading through what you've written to put it together. And there's a lot on the, I mean, you're putting a lot out there as far as like, uh, I don't know how to word it, but like your, your confidence in that kit, when you put it out, I'm sure, I'm sure for you, it's like, this is my baby and I'm releasing it now to, to everyone. So it's funny. Just, just today I was, um, I sent the directions off to my friend as like a proofreader type thing. Mm-hmm. And I texted him later. I'm thinking, I go, you know, is this, 
from what you see in the instructions, is this kit good enough? I said, I, I, I like it. I like the look of it. I'm really, you know, investing a lot of time. I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying what I'm doing here. But do you think it'll take off? And, you know, he's saying, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the way it looks, the, the way you design it and stuff, I think it's going to be, it, it's going to take off. I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I hope so. But uh, that's I'm, why I'm, I that's why I'm doing I this thing. But, and, it, and you and you and everyone else, Doug, Kenny, all those guys, all of them put, they, you guys put a lot into these but these kits when you release them so it's not like overnight you just whip these kits up and you uh sometimes i worry about i think doug just he might whip some of these together real quick but he's on <laughs> he's uh, he's you like know who makes them you know who makes the quickest kits who's that jeff grove oh yeah oh my gosh but, that man builds but still, them and designs them in a heartbeat but still we think that and and there's a lot that goes into what ron's done oh, yeah, and what yeah. all these other guys have done and you're putting a yeah. lot out there when you release something so like when you said you sent your directions off to your your friend to, to kind of proof and go over there's a lot there's a lot for you on the line because it's like hey i you know I, I invested how many you know a month or two into working on something like this and and there's a lot for me there's a big appreciation with that because uh i i i'm not cut out for that i know that so we appreciate yeah. what you're doing and uh we're excited to see you crank out a ton of these or hopefully a ton of these kits as we go along yeah it's going to be quicker and quicker um you said you have a couple in in the works here too so i'm excited now but yep you know like when i first started out and before i announced it back in october that i that summer i was sitting there basically learning the cat and drawing and putting in right you know well, a, I'm bunch sure there's... Different a bunch of different designs in the cad now a bunch of them are in the raw state and they're mm -hmm. just the basic shapes and the windows and you know and you know the the footprint of it now that i'm going to actually start releasing more and more kits when um then i can go in and I'll, I'll tweak it and i'll build the the prototypes you know i'll use cardstock and just throw it together and go okay i gotta modify this wall by a 16th of an inch or cut it back by 32nd of an inch you know just to right. see how things actually fit together some in fine tuning world. yeah and then once that's done then i'll i'll build a the, the a prototype in the actual material so i have a this is a this is a fun question. So, um, what you've been how when was your official like kickoff when you got a laser and you started to work with this? Uh, just over a year ago. Okay, so there's plenty of time in here for this to be answered. Uh, what was like your your funniest? Now that you're looking back at it, like your funniest uh, moment where you're going. Oh well, that's not gonna work. Or, or, or there was a there was a mess up or something in a humble way. There was a mess up where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't go that. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm just interested because we everyone always seems to have like a a humbling moment when they're working with these, and it's it's interesting. Um, I guess it's getting used to the power of the laser. Okay. And um, putting a material in there. And going okay, I, I you, know, you adjust the the focal point of the lasers and all that stuff, and you you get it going, and all of a sudden you just put way too much power on the thing, <laughs> and and you just get a charred mess. Of, <laughs> and you're like, oops, I guess you know. Well, I got to dial that back a little bit. Yeah, dial that that percentage back a little. And <laughs> oh boy, it, it, it's like you, you fire up the laser sometimes, and you hear the the sound of the Death Star. <laughs> and then like all the lights go down, the, the dims and your your wife's like honey um the, the living, living room's dimming <laughs> <laughs> now, the, uh, the, the dogs my looking? why is my hair standing up in the living room <laughs> <laughs> do you find yourself staring at, at watching it do its work or absolutely oh yeah you I, sent me that I, video 
no matter how many times. I mean, like just today, I was cutting out some of those shake shingles. Okay. And uh, and I sat there. I was like, I made a little video. I'm like, no, I'm not going to post another laser video because Brett. <laughs> I love them. I love them. <laughs> it's like um, it's like those YouTube videos of like uh, like those satisfying whatever. I, mean, I don't know if you've seen them, oh, but my, yeah, well, my son shows them. Oh, I, it's like watching one of those, but um. So I have one more question, and this is about the laser. You might be able to answer it. You might not. We might have to talk to a laser manufacturer on this one. How does the laser determine the – because I've watched every one of your laser videos, like, I don't know, 6,000 times. But um, <laughs> how does the laser determine where and what to cut in what order? Because I see it jumping around, like – crazy like it'll cut a line for one wall and it'll jump over to another piece and then jump back over to the that wall section do you know any methodology now, behind that or now it, it also depends on the the order i usually do any kind of engraving first you can set up different colors for different powers and different functions of the okay. laser so each one of those functions or powers has a different color in the laser program okay so I'll make, let's say, blue, I'll make just engraving. And red would be cutting out, you know, full power. And, you know, green would be cutting out half power for a thinner material, something like that. Um, and then the order in which it does, this this, this still baffles me sometimes. <laughs> because you can, you can adjust it and say, okay, I select a section of a wall. And you can have it cut inside out or left or, you know, from left to right. And I'll do that. I'll set it up, and then all of a sudden, for some reason, it'll not do that. <laughs> and that's why that's you'll see it jump to a different section of the wall, and then come back to another section of the same wall that you were just watched, you know, a few seconds earlier. Mm. And I'm not sure what causes that part of it. Um, I'm sure there's some kind of it has its know, own toggle, logic, you know, some toggle, the thing that I have to <laughs> switch on that I have not found yet. But it, it's still cutting dead on. It's still cutting, you know, square and true, and engraving when I want it to engrave, and cutting when I want it to cut. So if it jumps from you know one wall to another for a couple times, I'll live with that. Yeah, I just I, I I've I've watched it enough to realize that like you're thinking it's going to make that turn around the corner on the wall piece, and then. It, it goes to another whole, a whole other section, and then I was just wondering if it had some kind of logic behind that or not. So, no, um, yeah, believe me, there's no logic. I mean, sure, <laughs> Peter Brand, I'm sure there is, but I'll, I'll sit there and I'll watch it, and all of a sudden it jumps over to another wall and cuts just like <laughs> two sides of that wall. I'm like, why the heck did you just do that? Are you gonna and go back? back? Are you gonna <laughs> go back there? I need that. Yeah. You, you need to cut the rest of that. <laughs> it, it does. It finishes it all every yeah. time, yeah. but. Order-wise, it's still it's still a little tricky. Okay, well, that just that satisfies my 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 long-running question with that because I've I've seen you post those videos and and Doug I think's posted a couple of those videos and I always wondered why why it does it that way. So now there's a little bit of logic behind it and there's a little bit of whatever the laser wants to do behind it. <laughs> I, I I feel obligated to put up another video. <laughs> oh, well, if, if there's I'll, if there's I'll bless you tomorrow. How's if there's that? Any, I would appreciate it. If there's anybody <laughs> in the whole world that enjoys them, and when you post them, you know that I'm sitting there watching it like on repeat. I don't know why I find them. I find them oddly satisfying. So. It is. You're right. It is. <laughs> we'll throw it up on our Facebook page if you share one because I, I I love watching it. Now, um. Does it have? I got okay. Go ahead. I'm, I'm like, keep going, keep going. I'm fascinated with this stupid laser questions. Does it does it have a smell? 
this yeah, is yeah. Like, it depends okay. on what you're, you're <laughs> burning. It depends on what you're cutting. Okay. Uh, I mean, I have an exhaust fan, the big six inch exhaust right. fan getting blown out, but it still smells almost like um, most of the material. It'll smell almost like you're at a uh, a campfire type thing, and you're okay. doing mar- marshmallows or something like that. Okay. <laughs> so it's not too bad. Okay. All right. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I promise. No, <laughs> you have a couple other products since we talked to you in October. Uh, you put out a couple other building material products in um, cobblestone. We talked about a little bit before the show. And um, brick sheets and stacked stone sheets uh, that are all um, laser engraved. engraved. And uh, they're really cool looking. They're on your website. Um, They're in what? What size sheets is our? Uh, Four inch inch by 12 inch or six inch by 12 inch. Okay. Four inch by 12 or six inch by 12. So, um now those are how how thick are we talking on the wood sheets on that? Now originally I was cutting them in um, basswood, but mm-hmm. it's it's too inconsistent. You can get it, and I do it, but right. the it's it's a little bit too inconsistent. It's too fine a material. I'm finding better results on the micro plywoods and stuff. Actually, oh okay, yeah. Okay. So I'm 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 probably going to switch them all over to a, a micro plywood type thing. Is that what? Is that one sixteenth of an inch or one thirty? One. Gen, yeah, generally I'm, I'm going. I'm going 116, one sixteenth, one sixteenth, um, and one thirty second. One thirty second. Okay, good. Oh, that's great. And you can actually use it for either a main wall because the one mm-hmm. sixteenth will pretty much stand up by itself, no problem. The one thirty second you can use almost like a veneer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hmm. tried it on one sixty fourth, but it's so thin. It's hard to get the power just right to, yeah, to engrave it without blasting through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so did I get them all right? Yeah, the brick, the stack stone, and the cobblestone. And yeah, and then the random stone, the same. And the yeah. random stone, the one that okay. I have for the foundation. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha. And so, um, they, now those I saw the cobblestone, uh, which is really cool, and it has a really really cool unique pattern they're not they, they don't look just like bricks some of them some of the cobblestone i've seen out there just looks like standard bricks and you can just put it up as a brick pattern but yours has like a they're, they're almost rounded on the corners of the exactly yeah that's exactly how they should be yep it's exactly that that's the cobblestone that i'm used to seeing when i'm down in, in philadelphia in philly mm-hmm. yeah and one of my, the railroads that I, I model is a Canal Street down mm-hmm. off of Delaware Avenue, and that's right. all the cobblestone down there. They have to track right into the cobblestone and everything. And when I was walking down there with my daughter and stuff and looking at them, I'm like, these aren't bricks. They're bigger brick shapes, but all the edges are rounded. Right. So right. when I was designing it and, and looking at uh, pictures and stuff like that, I'm like, you know what? It's got to be a rounded corner. It's kind of like a, a soft brick, I guess you would say, a soft yeah. edged brick. And that's what a cobblestone really should be for the most part. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and, and you know, also, the, the cool thing that I think would be with them, with the being at wood, is you can further shape it if you want by cutting pieces out or remove, we talked about beforehand, uh, removing uh, pieces of, co- you know, missing pieces of cobblestone here and there randomly. I mean, you wouldn't want to do it all over the place, but you know, you know, you don't want to take too much of it out, but, you know, one randomly here and there or, or two. And, um, you could, and with wood, 
it'd be easier to do that with than some other materials because you know you could just use you could just use a simple hobby knife to take it out where you need to take it out or pinpoint it. No, I gotta um, say that was a great idea you had, and it's so common seeing like the kicked up curb like the yeah. sidewalk or the deteriorated sidewalk and right. here you did it on um on your building mm-hmm. and i said like, that's brilliant i really haven't seen that that much in modeling on the, I, in, on the well, well, oh you stuff. mean where you make the sidewalks uneven yeah like yeah. A, almost yeah. like where a tree root or something would be popping that sidewalk yeah. up exactly yeah. i said oh, that's so common and nobody really modeled it i said bravo todd good job <laughs> i <laughs> thanks i did it actually a long time ago well uh, i say three or four years ago um on a uh, bar mills kit called booty corner it's a it's oh, a yeah. good sized structure and i i did the raised sidewalk with that on the one on the one end and it turned out i really enjoyed doing it and it turned out pretty good and then i I haven't done it since and uh well i mean yeah any city you go to any town i mean any even smaller towns around here around we are right all their sidewalks are popped up and and caddy wampus and they're all crazy looking because right you know they're older sidewalks and uh and like Ron said, it's it's something you don't see a lot of people do, but every every town has crazy cracked up and and buckled sidewalks. Or take one out, take the whole take a whole section of a of a, a slab out. Oh yeah, and then crumble it. I made a I made that crumbled section that had the uh, you know I just took some I actually basically just took some uh, dried up plaster and smashed it up and covered it and then sprinkled it in like dust and chunks of plaster. Because same same with the raised sidewalk, you always see this goofy, you know, you always had that one piece of sidewalk that just kind of crumbled and fell in the in the crap, yep. <laughs> you know, so when they ripped it out. In disarray. Yeah, well, they ripped it out, and you know, it, winter came, and they didn't get to finish the project, and it's still sitting there, you know. And and then all they have is some crumbled cr- concrete. So, um, but yeah, I mean, with the cobblestone, with it being wood, I could take a hobby knife and I could cut out, uh, or just cut out certain blocks, not all the way through, obviously, just you know, make them a little lower so they're missing. And then, you know, put some dark colored paint down in there and then and then put your mortar in. In fact, you wouldn't put as much mortar in that because you know, it probably would have fallen out with the cobblestone. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's some really cool things I think that you could do with having, you know, the wood laser engraved sidewalks or or not just wood i mean you're using well it's it's wood but it's a plywood correct it's play yeah i'm thinking actually you're saying popping the mountains stuff it actually be pretty neat because of the plywoods you could pop out one or two of the layers yeah and and dig it out and it'd be easier because with the the basswoods it since it's a solid material Mm -hmm. you might it might just chunk apart or snap it Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> then you have, a, yeah, it and would just ruin. Then I'm in, there, then I'm in here saying all kinds of bad words, and my wife's bump banging the door, going, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" So, <laughs> <laughs> just me losing my cool again. But um, yeah, it's uh, you know, obviously uh, that that's a cool that's a cool product, and and of course you have the brick sheet as well, which you could use on walls and and whatnot, and um, or or foundation as well. So, you know, that's a cool thing people don't forget. People always seem to look to stone or, you know, random stone or stack stone or whatever, you know, um, you know, the old stone foundations. But people forget that 
there's a lot of brick foundation stuff out there too, you know, which is cool. So now you got th- got me thinking. I got to do center block because you know if people are doing modern foundations, <laughs> yeah. center block. Well, yeah, I'm even sidewalks. thinking. I'm even yep. thinking of of especially on the brick sheets and where's the other one? Uh, the stack stone of being able to use that on a couple structures on some scratch builds. Um, I'm sure you could use that. How thick is this? The, yeah, I mean, you could use this on a couple like small scratch builds, especially the brick. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, because nobody nobody thinks about you know they do a clapboard building and they take the clapboard all the way to the ground. We talked about this before. Yeah. And then they say, well, you know what? Let's put a foundation on. So they put a stone foundation on. But you know, not many put the clapboard on top of a brick foundation. No, but I'm you know, not even it? saying that. I'm saying you you could create. You could just build a structure out of this stuff too. No, right. I mean yeah, obviously you wouldn't want to use some of like the 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 cobblestone. I don't think you'd build a cobblestone building, but no. <laughs> but some of the other ones you could use a build. You brick could sheet, the brick and stone sheet, and then cut it out, and yeah. then make sure when you order your windows from Titchy that you order. Uh, you know, you had to order masonry windows. Yeah, right, you right, right. One thing I cannot stand to see on laser cut. Anything or even on like brick sheets, and window stuff, frames on brick buildings. Yeah, window frames on brick buildings, like outside, like you would see on clapboard and stuff. And I see it, I see it done a lot in modeling, and it just does not look natural. Um, it does, it's not because that's not how. No, nobody would build a brick structure and put or stone structure and put in. You know, window frames like you would put in on a, on on a wood building. building. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the Titchy has the masonry frames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. they're great. Oh, so many ideas that's spinning. Awesome. Yes. So, so we'll go go so ahead, Dan. What else do you have on your workbench that you work? Do you, are you doing something else for yourself other than the uh, the um, or do you have a project going on that you're doing? You you do some stuff with. You do anything with clubs or anything like that or. I used to be in a club. Um, now, now I have my own space down in the basement. It kind of do your thing. Yep. I friends and I'll stop by and hang out late there. But, but you know, I'm not a member of a club. Um, one thing I actually have on the workbench, and I'm trying to remedy it. And I saw that you just got um, one. Is a grass applicator. Yes. Now I got last one. night was the first night he did it. Yeah, I, it looks good. I just saw a couple of those pictures, and, and you know it always looks good. <laughs> but the one that I got, I, I I got it off of one of the eBay sellers, and I regret doing it. I'm still battling with them, unfortunately, because the thing doesn't work at all. Oh no! So I, I'm uh, trying to see like what brand did you get? Was okay, it knock or was it? So we yeah. got a knock. Oh um, wow! All right, cool. The we had one of the fly swatter. Uh, <laughs> the fly swatter. Uh, oh, I made one. Believe me, I, I it made was, one. Like, I won't name the company. I won't name the company. But no, we did no, no, no. One. I would was... never. And guess what? Well, yeah. this isn't using the brand name Knock, but I would never knock the fly swatter one we had because no, for the first couple years it got us by and it worked good enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally worked. It got by, but. I tell you what, last night I opened up the box on the knock one and I started working on a little corner here and I, oh my God, I, I fell in love immediately. It was amazing. So it was like going from a Yugo to a Lamborghini. Oh yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was driving a Ferrari after I used the knock, but nice. it, it, 
I honestly, I, I can't say I, I'm over experiencing it because we've only ever had the one Flyswatter brand one for the first couple years, and now we have a knock. But from what I've heard from a few other modelers and from what I've experienced over the last two hours last night, um, the knock is just super easy to use. Um, it's got a giant, it's got a giant, oh my gosh, it was like a vacuum cleaner for anything that wasn't glued down. It was, (laughs) it was crazy. It would, so you start sprinkling it. Rhett's arm hair were sticking up. It was, uh, yeah, I mean, and I'm not touching the, I touched the other one by mistake. I touched it and I didn't get shocked. No. Yep. I get shocked every time I'm down in your basement. I didn't get shocked. So I have less fear of this one too because the the, the fly swatter one, man, if you just graze the edge of it, man, you're no, like no, no, a bug it's like a bug zapper. <laughs> so now I got this permanent twitch like a, <laughs> hockey, like a hockey goalie. I man. hit you I with it. Did I hit you with it one time? <laughs> <laughs> I snuck up I snuck up on him once and hit him on the yeah, arm yeah. with it. Yeah, but, I, I could should have kicked your ass. But, that, but yeah, you know, well, we don't want to fight around all these models. We'll lose a couple, no, no, no. lose a couple models. But <laughs> the the knock one is awesome, and it's really from from what I could see, it was way more powerful. The grass stands up like straight on edge, and um, that's cool. It worked great, and actually, from knock, it came with a bag of static grass in the in the box so no, i just got i just got today i got a uh, about four or five bags of some woodland scenics nice uh, static grasses mm-hmm. i think two millimeter four millimeter seven millimeters and stuff like that i'm right. I, I was so excited to try and get this thing going and the damn thing's not working uh. <laughs> so i'm trying i'm like all right if i can get my money back or return this thing or something and, and go for one of the better quality ones ours yeah. we got ours on ebay <laughs> But it is a it was new on eBay, um, yeah, and yeah. I think we were it was like one forty, so okay. it was a little bit more. But I'll tell you what, from from using it for a couple hours last night, yeah. I see the, I saw the light and it was it was great. So uh, yeah, we we decided a couple weeks ago. I, I, I messaged it was Brett time. I was, like, I was like, we gotta step up our game on the grass. And a the it was a know? a it's a safety hazard because one of yeah. us was bound to get electrocuted and and, <laughs> and by, by the other one. Right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> exactly. And, and two, well, and and like I said, that one works. It works fine. Right. Um, if the batteries aren't dying, so. You know, if we need it in a pinch and we're both down here working, sure, one of us can grab the other one still. We still have it. Um, we can still work with it. You just got to it, – it's a little more finicky, I would and say, yes. because it's a homemade yes. – it's kind of a home homebrew static grass yeah. applicator. So it's a little bit finicky, but the knock is just – I don't think you can go wrong with it. And, and I think Woodland Scenics one is on par with it. So I don't know if you can go wrong with either. I was watching some YouTube videos of both, and they both seem like they do the same quality of work. So that's my two cents on it. All right, cool. I'll look into it. So are you building the mo- any models? <laughs> just, just the business yeah, let's, ones. Yeah, let's switch I, over to our what's on our bench. So yeah, I know Ron's yeah. got some kits he's working on, so that's probably what's on his bench. Yep. Oh, yeah. Got got those going. Um, like I said, the grass applicator for you know the dioramas, display dioramas, and stuff that I'm doing. I wanted to get that going. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so basically, kit diorama structures and scenery for them. That's what's wow. going on with me. Okay. You know, I'll let yeah. you guys talk for a couple minutes. I'll be back in a couple minutes. So you guys do the what's sure. on your benches. Yeah. Right? Go for it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Be Actually, back in a couple minutes. All right. 
my workbench is um I I am wrapping up Columbus and Columbus is going to be on the layout. It's actually going to be a permanent fixture on the layout because I built it up on some foam. So uh, I get to got to do a little bit of scenery around it, and I have to add a custom wood built a loading dock on the back side where the larger overhead door is. Yeah, but it other looks cool. Other than that, I really don't have much more to do with it. All the weathering's done. I have a lot of detail parts added to it. I do have a couple figures. Um, some small prizer figures that I have to paint yeah. um, that I want to add around it just because it adds a lot of life to the structure. But um, I got to put the prizer figures on. And once I glue the piece down, because I built it almost on a, I built it on a foam foundation with the Foggy Mountain um, um, stone paper as a foundation a block foundation right. around it. Uh, so I'll just attach that to the layout, add some scenery around it and throw in a loading dock and it's, it's ready to roll. So that's, what's wrapped up on my workbench right now. What's and next? coming up probably, well, tomorrow night, since we don't have a podcast tomorrow night on Thursday, you guys will be listening. We're recording on Wednesday, but, um, I want to wrap up my, um, Oh, what's it called here? Assassin vinegar well, works. Oh my gosh. I need to open that kit. I need to get to work on that kit. But I want to wrap up on the layout Eleanor's Quick Lunch from FOS Scale Models. Um, we got that one from Doug. And I have the um, diner part done. There's a little shack, like a little outhouse that goes out in the back. Right. I got to do that building yet. But um, yeah, I want to... that. The other building and the fence, there's a little fence kit that came with it, like a and a sign. I want it's something that I can't do unless it's actually on the layout. So I have right. to build it onto the layout. So that I'm gonna build that little scene here this weekend. And um, I did open up Wicked Wanda's. So oh, okay. we got that kit from Lynn. So thanks, big shout out to Lynn. I will be cracking that kit open. Well, I already cracked it open and kind of laid everything out and got the feel for it. Uh, I know another patron of ours, Scott, just finished Wicked Wanda's, and he did a kick-ass job on it. Cool, It's really cool, yeah. So, Scott, you did an awesome job on that Wicked Wanda's. I will be doing Wicked Wanda's as well. Um, I'm still still debating if I want to do it as Wicked Wanda's or I want to do Wicked Wanda's, but the Brett version of it. So... Right. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. Um, so we'll figure that out. Uh, Wicked so, Wileys. Wicked Wileys, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> I do have to do... Oh, man. You know what? This just crossed my mind. I threw out... and Oh, man. I threw out naming ideas for a, a building I was doing. And I... All right, we had a contest that was running on the Facebook page, and anyone that commented on it, I apologize. I will pick the winner. I had someone trying to name a scratch build that I did, and I did not pick the winner like two or three weeks ago, so I'll do that right away. But anyways, I don't know why that that hit me just now. So um, maybe we'll do Wicked Wileys. I don't know what it'll be. So I think Scott actually had an idea for it too, but um, we'll see what we can do with that kit. It's a pretty cool-looking build. But what about you, Dad? That's what's on I my that's what's on my workbench this weekend. I just started the uh, uh, Carolina Craftsman Kit uh, Tame Street Shops. 
Um, it's a really unique, uh, structural, um, design to it and a really cool roof. Um, I'm doing the storefront of it right now. I just opened it up. It's so nice right now. I don't have a project. I mean, we had a great time with the live build and that was fun, but I I was glad to be uh, at the end. I was kind of happy we were done because it was like every night of the week for us for, for five straight weeks. And honestly, I uh, needed a break. I wasn't getting anything done on my own, you know, which was, you know, because I didn't have the, during the week, I didn't have the gumption to want to come in here and get, sit down and bang out some stuff because I knew I'd be helping or listening or moderate moderating uh, your guys' builds and, uh, or I'd be preparing for my own build. So, you know, because when we when you put a video together of a build, we love doing them, and it's a lot of fun. But it's a lot of work too because you're trying to prep it, trying to figure out how you're gonna put what angle you're gonna do it, so you're not bumping the camera ten thousand times like I do. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, so so now I dug this kid out, and I want I want to really get some of my own work done. And I'm going to uh, this is one I've been wanting to do for a long time. And then I'm also on the weekend going to open up. Uh, one of the Seaport Model Works boats, uh, the, the tugboat, and I'm going to get to work on the tugboat. I love their boats. I, oh my gosh! Nice. I built one of their boats a couple of years ago. Yeah, love it. they're great. I have. So, um, he, he does so much research into his boats. It's it's incredible. Yep. I have one of those to actually wrap up, and it's the um, which one did I get? The lobster boat. It was like a 24 foot lobster boat. Yeah. I got to wrap that one up here, but that goes with yeah. the. Uh, I, I'm going to add that to um, Jeff Grove's uh, Faircloth Oysters build. So yeah. um, it's actually one Which of the ones dumb. where it's actually one of the ones that's out of the water. It's a full hull. Yeah, where the water, yeah, it's being pulled up out of the it's water. A, yeah, yeah, it's a full hull boat. So where I have Faircloths, I have a little boat ramp that goes down into our water scene. And um, I'm going to put that boat on it and have it being pulled up on a dry dock. So yeah. pretty cool. So right now it's just kind of like I want to come in. I just want to get some work done. Throw on the music. Uh, we gotta get you down here. Cold beverage, and do and do, yeah, because I want to play with that thing uh, with the the grass applicator. <laughs> but I'll, yeah, I really want to try it out. And but also, um, you know, I also want with us together down there on the bench. Um, or, I mean, on our layout. Well, I would like to in the next couple in the next week or two here start working on the um, uh, the terminal kit that we have uh, to build together right yeah, one spot. We got to build plan it that one out. spot. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, so that's what we got going on. But um, now, cool. do you have any other questions from the listeners? I have a couple. Um, for uh, yep, give me one Ron second here. here. Now, Ron. Actually, Ron can probably see the questions because he's a patron. But anyways, we'll go over them. <laughs> hey, yep. hey, Ron, have you ever can, uh, have you done it or thought about doing some uh, going to some shows and setting up a booth and and doing your or uh, selling your kits or displaying your kits there? Yep, absolutely. I, I'm looking. I was talking to some people in uh, Springfield. I'm hoping maybe mm-hmm. to get to Springfield next next January. Oh, uh, sure. I have a few people asking me for some. Uh, RPM meets down okay. in like um, Pennsylvania area down near you guys. There's oh, you have to let us know. Yeah, they cut, they asked me up in um, in New England and stuff like that. So, oh, that's great. Know, I, I I just got I wanted to get some more kits out there. I didn't want to show up with two little yeah, kits. Yeah, I mean and then, the the, yeah, the last yeah. the last season of shows 
was kind of when you were just, you know, getting, kicking your, feet, off. getting yep. your feet wet and kicking off. So, so I'm sure, I'm sure we'll see you at some of them here coming up, but oh, obviously I, I definitely. the last year was kind of tough for you. You don't want to show up with a, a, a full table and you have, you know, Two a kids. couple kits that you're working on. Yeah. So well, now, well, I'm, um, I'm excited to see you at them. No, yeah, definitely not. And I, I like, plan on being there. You, now, probably not far from you here is Timonium, Maryland, and they have the uh, the Great Scale Train Show, and that's something we might want to look into as well. Yeah, um, we went we went to that show last oh, a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was huge, and it was a ton of people. You couldn't even find a place to park, right? Uh, yeah. And that's uh, the state fairground. So. Yeah, I was at I was at Timonium once, and that was jeez, uh, oh, my daughter was little, so probably fifteen years ago. Oh yeah. wow! And I, I was like, wow, this is incredible. This is huge. Your daughter was guess. probably <laughs> my daughter's age that we took her to it this year. She was. Uh, yeah. She was four. We took her this year. So, yeah. So then, like, I went to Timonium. I was like, man, this is amazing. This is a huge train show. And then I went to Springfield and I was like, holy moly. It blew your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Blew. You guys got to get up there. It'll blow your mind. We we will. The size of Springfield. It'll be our goal for 2020 uh, for Springfield or. Yeah, it, it'll be, the next Springfield we'll get up to. It's just this year we had some issues and it just didn't yep. work out. So, um, you know, it life gets in the way sometimes. Right. But right. Uh, all right, let's get into our couple. We have a we have a, just a couple just a couple questions from our okay. patrons. Um, sure. Ron's a patron, so we thank you, Ron. And uh, um, you might have even seen these already. But anyways, we will get into the patron questions. If you guys want to become patrons of the show, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash HO scale customs and join in on our fun. And you'll get access to our it's at this point now, it's just a bi-weekly podcast, it seems like. But we do but it. You over- also get the Facebook the special we, we do our, Facebook page. We do our overtime at the bench podcast, which is we 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 try to get them out as fast as we can. Um it's hard because we got a lot of other stuff going on, but we do put them out. Uh, recently, we've been back on the wagon again, and we're cranking them out every other week. But you get a, you get access to overtime episodes when we get them done. You have overtime at the bench Facebook page where we have a good group of people in there, and um, you get very some active, very active. You get some swag as well. So yeah. you also get to ask questions to our guests. So we have patrons asking a patron questions, but. Uh, the first question is from Lynn McCurdy. Lynn is asking uh, if you know of any structures that hold up best for transporting and moving, and that's coming from kind of the modular scene uh, of model railroading. So I don't know. You used to do some modular modeling too, so you might be able to answer this for us. Yeah, it's not really so much the the, the structures. It's how you transport the modules, unfortunately. That's what um, I was thinking. Yeah, it's... If you have a if you have a bad way of transporting it, no matter how strong the <laughs> structures are, they're not going to hold up to you know banging around in the back of a van or right an SUV. Yeah, exactly. It, and it probably also comes down to the uh, un- unfortunately to say it this way, the quality of assembly. So uh, yep. if it's if it's if it's barely if you touch it and every time you touch the kit, it's pieces flying off of it. It's probably not going to hold together well, even if you package it well, just from the vibrations and. Uh, and movement. Um, yep. No matter how well it's packed. So I'll tell you what, I've seen some people that 
move modular sections of, of layouts in, in these vans and special specially built interior vans yeah. where they slide to slide each piece in and it has a it locks in place and oh some of them are really elaborate and uh yeah it's amazing to see how much care is taken into moving a lot of that stuff it's insane i picture like a concert crew when I yeah. think of these, with some of these, some of these people, like we need to, they need to get some of those big, big concert we, black boxes that they move uh, crates around go. and stuff in. We got to have roadies. We're model railroad stars. <laughs> there you go. Roadies. Get some model railroad roadies. <laughs> a crew, a whole crew. Yep. Um, I, I actually sent, uh, for the first time I ever sent a model in the mail was last yeah. week. I sent that model to that young uh, young man and his and his father, who I'm friends with, um, who had a yeah. A, a, anyhow, yeah. Um, it was I do, I gave it to the family and they put it on their layout. That was the the live build uh, pops um, the pops building that we did, and um, I, that's the first time I tried to mail one. And I packed it in this really good foam in a box. It it was very tightly fit, and then in and around all those detailed parts and such, I took. Uh, softer foam and broke it up into tiny pieces, almost like peanuts, but not as annoying as peanuts because they don't—they didn't statically cling to everything. <laughs> and um, and then I closed the top of the box up, uh, you know, and uh, and sent it to them. And then when they opened it in, in Louisiana um, a couple days later, two days later, and they said that uh, it, uh, only a couple of the small castings fell off of it. Um, which I expected, and I told him that sometimes that just that. happens when you breathe yeah, a lot wrong. But what was amazing was, you know, the the stovepipe that comes out on the top of the roof, and I had mm-hmm. the wire guide uh, supports on it, the wire supports. Mm-hmm. I thought well, those are gone. There's no way in hell they're going to make it. And the same with the wires that come down off the, and to to support the porch roof on the front. And I thought that all four of them wires are going to be busted off. They're going to have to reglue them. Nope, every one of them was intact. I couldn't believe it. Oh wow, and it was like. It was like the, the scale figures and things like that that I put on the front and the porch. They kind of fell off, but but uh, I was impressed. So you have to really plan out and make it as tight, not tight to where it squeezes, but tight to where um, you're pat, you're filling every bit of airspace, any movability that it will be. Right. You know. Yeah. You don't want to put any pressure on it, but mm-hmm. yeah. So and then pray. Yeah, a lot of it's just probably luck too. So winging a prayer. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, we covered Dan's questions. Uh, Dan actually asked a question that you answered already, and he says, uh, "You keep teasing us on this new kit on Instagram and Facebook. Will Ron Clay? Will Ron Clay just tell us what it is already?" And um, and we already went over that. So Dan, when you are listening to this, you'll get a little bit of sneak All preview, and uh, you'll get. As much of a preview as I did because of my crappy upgraded internet, but uh, I no longer have 10 megabytes per second. I have 25, but it's still not great. So um, it's good enough to have better quality audio. Um, Last question, though, is from Jake Johnson. So we might have, we did cover this a little bit probably on the first episode we had you on, but we'll kind of recap it here for Jake. he was asking, it would be great to hear about design and inspiration from you. Uh, maybe you can discuss some designing and the kits that maybe you can discuss designing the kits that Ron makes and the layouts that you have designed and built uh, and a little bit of inspiration behind them. So we 
kind of covered that a little bit, but do you want to elaborate a little bit about what kind of inspires you for um, the things you've done and that you offer on your website as far as kits and um, like your, you talked about your cobblestone. It's what you see in the Philly area. Um, yep. Well, so um, some of it is just straight out of my scattered brain. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's a, a, a shape that I would think of. Uh, a lot of it is just from driving around. Mm-hmm. And and seeing a, a cool feature of a building, and it might go well with another cool feature of a different building or something like that. Or that like with the Falzers uh, plumbing, it was a, the whole building just said, "Oh, I mean, that looks good." It's it's an actual prototype building type of, uh, of structure, right? But it has it has a lot of character to it, where it would make a great model structure on the on a railroad for pretty much any any. You know, error. I guess you'd say. Right. Um, I guess it's uh, really a lot of it's just driving around. There's this one building that I look at every morning driving to work, and I keep you know as I'm driving, I look over. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that one later. Oh, I'm going to do that one later. <laughs> do you pull over and, and take photos of them? I or? will. Yep. Okay. I haven't yet. I, I mean, I you know, um, I haven't yet. Not officially of this one building. Uh, on other structures, yes, I have. I've pulled over. I've snapped pictures either with my camera that I have or my phone, either one. Um, and you know, I'll go back with Google Maps, and that works out great, especially with Street View available. That really helps out. I actually have done that recently. Um, there's an old Coca-Cola sign in a uh, nearby town that I live in which for me is a nearby town is like still 10 miles away, but uh, it's uh, an old Coca-Cola roadside sign. And there's nothing around it that would let on the one. I mean, I wonder why it's sitting there beside the road, um, but it's an old rusted Coke sign. And oh. I fell, I've fallen in love with it. I've driven past it. I don't know how many dozens of hundreds of times. And finally the other week, I pulled over and I just took a picture of the rusting patterns that were on it because it's just an old metal Coke sign. Uh, and A, for the replication of the sign, and B, just to take a picture of some like rusting patterns as well. So I don't know if, do you ever find yourself also just pulling over, not necessarily for structures, but for things you see like rust or old piles of junk or whatever, just to take a pictures for inspiration? Actually, it's funny. You reminded me just now. Um, the Mind Mount Minute for the random stone, the painting that I, that I talked about earlier. Yeah. I did that on one of my days off. So I go back to work the next day and I'm walking down the street to go get some, some lunch. And I've walked across this little bridge, you know, several, several times, tons of, dozens and dozens of times going to get the, my lunch. And I happened to look over and the wall of the bridge is exactly the same stone pattern, exactly the same coloring that I ended up doing for my for the the Mind Mount Minute tutorial. And I said, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not sure if it was subconscious or what, but I was like, whoa, wait a second! And I snapped a picture of it, <laughs> and I added those pictures to the to the Mind Mount Minute. And I was like, oh, I cool. can't believe it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's like hell. It's like uh, total karma or subconscious or what, but. You know, the very next day after I wrote that that little tutorial, boom, it was right there. That's crazy. Yeah. I, um, I've been doing that a lot lately, too. So um, I don't know how familiar you are with our area, but we have – our area is kind of um, – central PA has a lot of 
small towns that make up like a metro metro area around the capital of Harrisburg. So you have like Carlisle, Mechanicsburg, Newville, Mount Holly, Dillsburg. It's a lot of small towns that if you were driving through the area, it would kind of probably just all blend together. But um, for us, it's a lot of like small loca- local areas. And uh, it's a lot of Civil War era up to some of the older buildings that are still standing are from like Civil War era up to, you know, early 1900s. And they have a lot of cool fortunately especially in the carlisle area which is only a five minute drive for me have a lot of cool uh old ghost signs which i love ghost signs and they're still painted on the sides of the walls so i do a lot of running and i do a lot of running through carlisle so a lot of times what i'll find myself doing is like stopping in the middle of a run or stopping halfway home from work and seeing a sign i've never seen before and just snapping a photo of it and i i love having those like as references so it's it's funny you you pass some of this stuff every day and you don't really think about it um but it's but it's a lot of it's a lot of inspiration for what we do and what everyone else does that's listening can just be found by looking around us yeah yeah that's very similar to the area uh in like western jersey mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of people say oh it's new jersey it's you know you know um whatever what's it that beach show or any of that stuff in, in yeah. Newark and all that, the mm-hmm. city scene. No, you get into the West, West Jersey out uh, like Frenchtown and Lambertville mm-hmm. across, across the river from new hope, sure. all that it's, there's some amazing buildings stuff all throughout there. And they're yeah. really old. They're really old. And, you know, like you said, civil war and oh, beautiful towns in that, in that section too. It's yeah. actually, it's not much different from our area. Um, I mean, Ge- geography wise it's different because it's a different landscape but the the the, the roads are better the roads are much, <laughs> the roads are probably better but 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 the time period i'm sure the time period from what you're saying isn't much different from the time period of what a lot of our small towns in this area are comprised of it's a lot of mid 1800s to early 1900s buildings that are still standing and they're actually still in use so um a lot of cool stuff to take some some ideas from Yep, there's one in my a couple of buildings in my hometown right now. Uh, there's a tavern that I, I'm going to be modeling. So, oh cool, excited to get that one going. Ooh, all right, awesome. I haven't, I haven't done. We love any, taverns. I haven't yeah, done fact, any any drawings of that. <laughs> no, I haven't done and I haven't done any drawings on it, but I've done <laughs> research on it and stuff and found some old old pictures and everything. So very cool. I, I'll be honest with you. We talk a lot about the fact that you know we're all about doing, we love doing structures and scenery and uh, you know, that's our, that's our main focus. And if it wasn't for the fact I'm trying to make a, a you know, a, a well-balanced town with types of businesses and structures, um, yeah, we'd be happy with making every, we should make a small section of town or an add-on section. Just bars. There's nothing but bars and taverns, <laughs> one after another. There you go, tavern, <laughs> ta- tavern town. Call it, uh, yeah, tavern, ta- tavern row or tavern town. <laughs> it needs to be near the, it needs to be near the, uh, the wharf. Yeah. It's got to be yeah. down near the water. Yeah. That'd be funny. Because then you can have, then we can have a bunch of like, we can get some prizer figures that are like bent over or like some yeah. like drunken prizer figures and then have. Oh, you can't forget the skanky Yankee. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got to yeah, get yeah. some skanky Yankees. Oh, yeah. Do some, do a, do a drunk I section. Do have, I do have a prizer figure that is crawling 
on his on the side on his side. Oh yeah, he's crawling across the sidewalk, and his face is like <laughs> sick and plastered to the sidewalk. It's he's it, it, it's designed that way. And um, well, that we got to get I those. I haven't done anything with it yet, but the best yeah. castings has those. Um, uh, I don't know if you, I'm sure Ron's seen them too. The <laughs> the tabletop like gambling. They have like poker yeah. scenes. There's like a, it's like yep, a barrel yeah. with wood on, like a wood table on top of a barrel with like, um, sometimes cards. It's plates, sometimes it's cards. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. I've seen that. Yep. That would fit perfect in our little bar row we can make. Oh, yeah. I love well, it. That's something down the road, but so cool. Is there any more questions, Brett? No, that's it for questions. That's all I have for the week. So thank you guys. I, yeah. Well, Ron, it was a great pleasure to have you on this evening. It was, um, you know, we, we're really looking forward to having uh, the Pauzer Plumbing uh, Supply coming out here and see more of it on Facebook and, and on your website and uh, Instagram. Um, and uh, I guess in the next couple of weeks, we're looking forward to seeing that coming out. Yep. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I wanted to get the pictures out this week, but uh, yeah, I'll have some more. <laughs> How about a little bit bigger, bigger teases? How's that? Uh, I like love it. bigger teases. Man. Yeah, and, then, and you go check it out at www.mymountmodels.com. Uh, That's M I N E M O U N T M O D E L S dot com. Yep. And Brett's going to put a link to that into the episode notes. Yep. It'll be on our on our website when you go to click on our website to check out the 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 feed on Friday. Absolutely. And uh, he'll have a. You can check out. All his products are available on that uh, mymountmodels.com. And I'll link to, uh, um, I mean, when you guys are listening, I'll also have links to Ron's Instagram and his Facebook page as well. So, um, yep, just look up hashtag mymountmodels and uh, you can get some extra behind the scenes. Absolutely. Oh, Instagram. Yep, I do a little, a couple extra pictures on Instagram than I do anywhere else. So, that's just so, and Instagram so to easy that, to do that. Yep, trying to build up that community. I mean, I it's yeah. it really is is a un, untapped resource. Have you um, have you found much from the modeling? I mean, um, the the wargaming and the the larger scales following you yet? Um, because a few people, I think I, I know the wargaming, and I, I'll I'll watch some of that and the military modeling. Their stuff is just amazing. It's unbelievable, but then they're also just modeling and you know, like eight by eight inches. So I do want to <laughs> before we close out this show, I want to talk about two more things, and then we're gonna wrap this up. One is something my dad wants to talk about, and that is our YouTube videos and our YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but number two, and I'm gonna hit two first, and then we'll hit one. But the first one is I am actually going to build something coming up that I'm going to build a model vehicle, all right? But I'm going to build it on a diorama. It'll probably be like 120th or 126th, whatever they are. Uh, I figured this out tonight. I saw someone else doing it, and I want to build a like an off-road SUV-type vehicle, but do it on a diorama and to have it all oh. rusted out and like climbing a rock or whatever. Um I don't know why I've just been looking at what these people are doing on the Instagram for these larger scales. And I'm obsessed with these like off-road vehicle dioramas. I don't know why yeah. I, I found myself searching them. So I'm going to actually try and make one of these and crank one out uh, just for fun, just to get my off of the smaller scale for even if it's a day or two. Um, 
just to do something for fun like that. And, Dude, it uh, ain't gonna be like a day or <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but no, kidding me. <laughs> but but to, but to have like a little side project just for fun to build a little, uh, I found like a cool F one fifty, like a nineteen whatever nineteen ninety three F one fifty. Yeah. It would be cool to just have it, and it was like lifted on the model kit. Have it like I could. I have plenty of foam here. I could build up a little like a rock, rocky right. dirt road scene, and have it climbing over a rock like an off road vehicle. I don't know why I'm oh, obsessed yeah. with these things. I just love these larger scales, and I think it would be fun. It'd be fun for us to do it, and it'd be fun for us to share it because we're always sharing model railroading stuff. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool to like dip our toes into some other stuff so that's my hey, Ron, uh, hey now now that he got the now that he's got the knock sitting down there to, to uh, oh crank out some grass with it yeah so well so yeah now i know where it's coming that's from. why no but this has been longer than that it's not even <laughs> that i'm gonna do a tank a military model of a tank i've been talking about it for a year <laughs> i'm just obsessed with done it. the larger scale uh, yeah. stuff i'm yeah. jealous of what they can do with yeah. that size it's pretty amazing so anyways also um, one last thing before we sign off for the night, we wanted to kind of hit on our YouTube videos. So we are making a lot more video recently. I'm sure Ron's seen some of it. Um, oh, yeah. We stuff. will be doing some of it might be great. Some of it might not be too great. It's a, uh, we're kind of uh we're getting our, we're, we're jumping in the deep end here with video. So um, uh, it, the reason a lot of that is, is, you know, we're we're noticing it. The What's world a visual is hobby? Becoming visual. It's very. It's a very visual hobby. Um, people learn very quickly by being able to watch it instead of reading about well, it. Well, and and, and um, the, we're still going to offer that as well. The advantage but, with it is we write a giant description with the video. So if you're a reader, you can read it and then watch a video. Yeah. If you're just a visual person, you can watch a video. So well, um, we're going to try and crank out quite a bit of this. So yep. So that's if something you. That we're really focusing on right now. If if you are interested in, in getting all of our updates for our videos, you should head on over to our YouTube channel, and that is HO Scale Customs. Wow, what a surprise. But it's HO Scale Customs on YouTube. You can head on over there and subscribe to our YouTube videos. That way you guys don't miss any of our new stuff that we're coming out with. And um, we'll be putting out a couple of videos. Well, we've been doing about two or, th- two or so a week. Um and that'll probably be about the the pace we go at. So, right. um, but that's it. That's yep. that was kind of our little YouTube announcement. And yeah. we want to thank you again, Ron, for coming on our show. Hey, yes, no thank you. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for and supporting us as well. If you guys hang on after this interview, we will be announcing the winner of this week's contest. We just wanted to say that the winner of this week's contest was Greg Leipert. But uh, Greg posted a photo of some interior that he was adding to his um, build. So congrats, Greg. We will send out your uh, little care package here in the next couple days. And um, this week's contest is the same. So post what you're working on and your current projects on our Facebook page. You can head on over to facebook.com forward slash Customs, And anything posted between Friday and next Wednesday at midnight or Thursday morning at 12 a.m. will be counted as um, an entry for this week's contest and you'll get a little modeling package. So we'll throw in some goodies in there and you'll get a, a couple little cool, uh, couple cool little things for your, your workbench. Uh, and again, congrats, Greg, and thanks for entering. And that wraps up this week's show. Again, you can always, um, email us at podcasts at hoscalecustoms.com and make sure you head on over to our YouTube page now. So we're really starting to crank out a lot of uh, new YouTube videos. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, there'll probably be a new one or 
shortly after you're done listening to this. There'll probably be a new one on our Facebook page about adding dormers, which we talked about with Ron tonight, uh, to a roof. So I'm going to show you a cool way to scratch build some dormers. And uh, there might be a couple other ones here in the next few days going up. But head on over to our YouTube page. Subscribe to our YouTube page. You can always email us again at podcast at hoscalecustoms.com. Hit us up on Facebook for the contest. And always follow us on Instagram as usual. All right, guys. Have a good weekend and enjoy your modeling.